thousand mind and body A thousand mind and body A thousand mind and body A thousand mind and body Hey everyone, welcome to A Dose of Mind and Body your audio prescription to anything pharmacy, mental health, and fitness or lifestyle habits. My name is Miriam. I am a pharmacist who loves to share my experiences with you all. With a step-by-step on how to implement these new strategies, stories from my own experiences, and more to help you get from where you are now to where you want to be and be the best version of yourself possible. I am your host. Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone. On today's episode, we have a special guest, Ismail Tahir. He's an actor and entrepreneur. He's going to share with us some helpful tips on his journey and what he did to get to where he is today. So hey, how are you today? I'm good. How about yourself? Great. I'm so glad that I could have you on my show. Thank you for taking out some time to be here today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Yep. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself for those that don't know who you are? Sure. My name's uh, Ismail Tahir, uh, also known as Ishtahir on TikTok and Instagram and all different types of social media. I am an actor and I guess... I don't know if I'm considered an influencer or not on social media, but mm-hmm. I have some uh, uh, a good amount of followers, I would say, uh, about 1.8 million on TikTok, about 88,000 on Instagram. So it's, I don't know what you want to call that, but yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, definitely um, like, uh, original content for the most part. And uh, yeah. Awesome. So, uh, what did you uh, learn, or how did you get to where you are today? Did you study to be an actor? Or did you do something else in your career path? Yeah. So, so before I started uh, acting full time, I took uh, I didn't take classes in college. I actually mm-hmm. studied uh, business in college. Mm-hmm. But uh, about a year and a half into it, I, I realized that it wasn't for me. Um, and then after I graduated from school, I decided to take classes at places like Second City, uh, where I studied, studied method acting and improv, uh, acting studio Chicago, where I also studied uh, um, sh- the shirtless, uh, shirtless, uh, I can't even say it, shirtless <laughs> method. And then uh, <laughs> at, at Black Box uh, Academy as well, where I studied my bunch of different types of acting for about two and a half years. Um, I was going to study more, but then COVID happened, and in between that, I was always getting uh, random acting gigs, whether it was commercial work, small films, um, uh, act uh, modeling jobs as well, like a bunch of different things. Worked for companies like Coca-Cola, Hershey's. Um, I did a. I was in a film that was on um, not ABC Family. It's called Freeform now. Um, oh, oh yeah, I've heard of that. I was in a bunch of different things, and uh, I'm going to be in my first major film this this summer. Um, oh, wow. Should, it's going to be either on Netflix or Hulu, God willing. Uh, everything goes right with that. I'll be I'll be in Detroit for the summer shooting that. Okay. Um, nice. Congrats. Uh, it, all, it all started because, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It all started because of... Uh, <laughs> I, I studied 
I, I studied the art. I, took it, I looked at it as a real job. I looked at it as a mm-hmm. career. And in order for me to do something like this, I, I really had to understand what goes into it. Uh, it's like trying to be uh, an accountant or yeah. any other actual career. You can't just go in and say, I'm an accountant. No, you, you really have to know what goes into it. Yeah, no, totally. Um, I, I Kind of going into the next question, it kind of um, what steps did you take to try to achieve that? Because obviously it's not going to be easy and it's completely different than going to regular school, I'm assuming. Um, so right. what, it, it, what route did you take? Yeah, uh, it is a lot different. Um, I was just taking classes like on a consistent basis. Like there was never uh, a time where I wasn't taking classes from like 2018 to right before the pandemic hit. Okay. Uh, it was always class after class and it was always a different type of class where there was improv classes where um, they literally had you like acting like an animal at some point, oh, wow. which is very <laughs> strange. I remember the first time I walked into the class because I missed the first class and it was two days a week and everybody was walking around acting oh. like an animal. And I'm looking and I'm like, oh man, like, I feel like I missed so much. And then I just like started acting like a monkey. Like, oh wow. <laughs> it's just really, it was all about getting out of my comfort zone and that, that space where it was like, um, you know, I always felt like I was kind of boxed in growing mm-hmm. up where I was like, you know, be a certain way, act a certain way and just kind of blend. Mm-hmm. But like, I remember, for example, walking into that improv class and I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, we got to stand out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's funny. Um, yeah, I know that kind of uh, goes into like try- trying to be uh, different or like stand out or not be like what everyone else is doing kind of um yeah in essence that's if you ever want to be like a an actor you really can't have any barriers to yourself you really have to be open with yourself comfortable with yourself and be willing to you know just do whatever is you know necessary of you to truly be yourself in life where I I was always taught to kind of you know show a good face and show happiness but you know that's not that's not always the truth to everybody yeah. some people might be smiling but they're hurting and yeah and I always felt like uh I felt like acting was the one thing where it was like just be yourself and it doesn't matter what comes yeah. of it like it's not just be you that's it oh, I totally totally like that yeah just being yourself I feel like no one really is you have to like act like you have to be a certain way to be accepted so doing yeah. that is um completely different and kind of like like you said thinking outside of the box sort of um, yeah uh growing up i didn't see any palestinian actors so yeah I'm no sure. <laughs> definitely not and, and if you do they're like overseas or something and you're like yeah. oh there's none out here but i'm pretty sure it was easy for you to do it because you have colored eyes right so some people say it's beneficial some people say it's not um depends on who you ask uh because a lot of things like starting off as an actor mm-hmm. who you, you want to get you're trying to get the smaller role at first mm-hmm. and if you're st- you have the smaller role but you have colored eyes you're taking away from the person with the bigger role in a sense oh. does that make sense like yeah. i can't be like i can't be the <laughs> waiter people with- think that you are like getting that gig essentially because of your eyes not because no, of no, no, no. No. it's not that it's not that it's uh it's taking attention away from the 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 essence of what's actually happening 
So it's like, um, imagine the two main characters are having a serious conversation. Then you have a waiter who looks like me. Well, I don't really look like a waiter in most sentences. Yeah. So, uh, things like having green eyes don't help. <laughs> yeah, you just stick out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So p- some people say uh, it has its, you know, it has its benefits and it has its, uh, uh, it has its, I don't want to say hardships. It's not, I mean, it is what it is, you know what I mean? Like, but with what I'm trying to do, it, it is harder because like, it's hard to get that, that right, that normal stepping stone to move up because I've had producers and casting people tell me, you know, uh, not to sound arrogant by any sense, but that I'm too good looking to do stuff like that. Oh, yeah. oh I've actually had I've had people tell me that I should wear brown contacts and uh from now. Oh my yeah. god. Well because people probably think they're not real too and you're probably like, no, these are my eyes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. funny. Yeah. Um uh so you actually just started your own clothing line. How did you go about that? Because I, I did see that. <laughs> um honestly Or what was your like message with that? Because it's kind of like a separate thing, whole, I feel like. The whole message behind it was in essence we can do whatever we want, but we're growing up like growing up, at least the way I grew up, it was very uh boxed in where it was like um do this, be this kind of person, you know, mm-hmm. go to school, go to college, become a lawyer, doctor, engineer, yeah. small business owner, get married, have kids, yeah. die, then the next person comes in, it kind of happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, uh, I grew up not really being told that we can really be whatever we want it to be, which is the truth of the matter. You can mm-hmm. do anything that you want, especially in this country, as long as you truly want it. Like, you truly believe that you can do it and you truly pursue it to go do it you can do it um and that that was the whole idea behind the brand um you can do anything that you want you put your mind to it you know what i mean if you if you're able to close everything out that's around you and just kind of concentrate on what you want and what you you truly Okay, you totally went out for a second. Hold on. Go. So yeah, like I was saying, um, when you truly believe that you can do something, you only you can stop yourself from doing it. Um, we're in a place where anything's possible. So that was the whole message behind the brand. That you know, even though we grow up with so many barriers around us, you can do anything that you put your mind to. No, I totally agree with that. I feel like there's a huge stigma in our culture specifically and just in general being like just sheltered and not being able to do whatever you want just because like, oh, someone's going to say something about you or you're going to be judged or, oh, it's seen as bad. So um, I think that's awesome that you did that because it's not bad to do something that isn't considered a doctor or engineer or one of the uh, successful jobs, you know, so. Um, but I also always saw it like when I first started acting is like, there isn't many Palestinian actors, Palestinian American actresses say that as mm-hmm. well. Oh, yeah. Um, and anybody that's ever done anything of significance in this world has been judged for going outside of the norm. So, I mean, I knew it was going to happen, but I always like, literally, I, I saw myself doing this. Like, I, I always knew. Like the last three years, I've had moments in my car where I was like, man, this is, it's going to happen. Like, 
yeah. I feel it. I felt it in my bones. Like I knew this was going to happen. And yeah. um, thankfully, thankfully, it's happening now. Yeah. Can you can you um, kind of go over how like you sort of manifested what you wanted, or like I guess the whole like saying it out loud ends up being real life if you actually continuously say like, oh, I'm going to be such and such, and then it actually happens. Like, how did you go about pursuing that? Um, I don't. It was like obviously there's days where I looked at myself and I was like, man, what am I doing? Like, is this the right thing? Is this really what I want? But then I always like, I literally like, if I was going to an audition, I was like, I I got this. This is me. This is me. But as soon as I walked out of the of that audition, whether I got it or not, it didn't matter. Like, I would just let that go. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, I did it. I put my best into it. It's on to the next. Um, I believed in all the work and all and all the time I put into it, and I and and I was like, it's just a matter of time, you know. Nothing in life is given to you easily or quickly that's worth wanting. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So I knew I knew it was gonna take time, and I always would think about it. I always I, I knew people were always talking shit uh, when I first started. I knew people yeah. were talking shit <laughs> in the middle of it. I knew I I knew that there was that outside noise, but I was very um, very good at just phasing it out. You know what I mean? Like I, I was, I was, I was, uh, you know, people, people, uh, are, can, uh, like see everything that they want, but I feel like if you have a goal that you really want, you have to have tunnel vision and just like kind of see that and whatever comes off from the sides, just leave it out of sight and just keep pushing forward. Um, it's not easy when some of the people closest to you, I don't want that to talk. Yes. So yeah, I just, I, I never had it out of my mind that this was going to happen. Yeah, I, I think that's funny because um, I wanted to do something outside of the box for me and just doing this. And um, I got a lot of, a lot of negative talk and I'm like, oh. it's not bad, but like, it's just something different. And so people just assume it's like not going to bring you success or like why are you wasting your time and it's like how is that wasted time if it's something you enjoy like I don't understand it doesn't have to bring you like millions of dollars but I think that's what people assume like you need to be making so much money to be happy and that's not kind of crazy because (laughs) I'm sure you come from something similar to it um when you do something different the results are expected so quickly Rather than when you do something traditional where it's like, oh, I'm going to be a doctor. Okay, let me go $400,000 in debt to go become a doctor and pay that off for the rest of my life. Let me be a pharmacist for $200,000 in debt and pay it off for the rest (laughs) of my life. Let me invest $200,000 into the small business and then uh, hopefully it works. And if it doesn't work, boom, I just lost all that money. Um, when, When you do something that's like this, it's just because it's so different because people don't know what it is. Pe- people really do fear what they don't know. Exactly, yeah. So like a generation of people who were very traditional in their work path that, hey, I'm going to do something different. They kind of look at it like... But no. like, what are you doing now? Like, yeah. oh my God, you're, you're going to be, like, you're not going to be seen as successful or like, just and you're just going to be judged. And I'm like, but it doesn't matter. You Like, you might have actually made someone want to do something that they love because you did it you know what I mean so um explaining it to people who who came to a country like a completely different country where they didn't speak the language yeah that's insane that, yeah that's, that's 
crazy to me. It's like you feel like that person could connect with you on that. Yeah. But at the same time, they're 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 looking at you like, no, 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 this is this is crazy. This is. But then I, you, I, you, I, you, think, you show I think we think too far ahead, thinking that just because we fail now, it means that it's like you're going to continue to fail. But that's not always your main result. No, no. <laughs> you learn from your failures. That's, that's of course. People, uh, I don't want to sound cliche, but that's what winners do. They, they learn from their failures. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure you've Not experienced like, um, times where you were failing. How did you like handle not being able to, I guess, get the the dream gig or the dream acting position that you wanted? Um, I mean, honestly, I just forget about it. I really do. Like, I have a, a cabinet that's literally filled with scripts, but. I've learned to just, you know, it it is what it is. Like what a, I I don't cry over spilled milk. If, it, if I didn't get it, I didn't get it. But something else will come, and my time will happen. And it is what it is. I, I yeah. learned from my failures. Uh, if I if I did an audition where I felt like I did good, and like I look at the casting directors and they feel like I did, like they tell me a hey, good job, and that's it. Like what that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. At that point, it's just kind of affecting. Yeah. And the day will come where my thing, like where I find my thing that I fit in. And, you know, that is, that's it. Uh, you, you learn from your failures. You don't, you don't uh, let them overtake you. If yeah, you let no. them overtake you, I would have quit this three years ago. <laughs> yes. I was going to say that that's a great, great mindset. Cause I feel like it's a common theme with everyone um, failing and not being able to get what you want and thinking it's supposed to just be given to you right away. Um, it just goes with anything anything you do so like um being able to let that go or just be very mindful that better is coming is a great perspective shift like not everyone has that so it's yeah no that's good um so what is a word of advice you would give to someone trying to um pursue a career path that they probably wouldn't ever think of doing and how they would do that specifically um well don't do anything that you're not truly like passionate about um try different things definitely and once you find that thing that you really do like really look into it and see what the process is of becoming that thing and see if you want that you know what i mean like I, I've had friends that I went to school with that were like that said they were going to be doctors and they don't want to be doctors. Their family wanted them to be doctors. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, you're, you're not going to end up doing it. Like, it's, yeah. it's just going to end up falling. Everything's going to fall over, man. Like, this is not it, it's so tough. Worth it. yeah. And some of them ended up not going into that field and did something completely different or adjusted like the way they pursued it and went into a different category of what it what they originally thought they were going to do and um yeah i mean if you're going to do something in life you you really have to 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 want it if you don't want it you can do you'll go do any random gig or random job you know what i mean like anything Mm -hmm. the simplest of jobs are available that can pay you you can make money doing anything but if you want to make money and be happy it's it's it's, uh it's it's a it's a road less less taken but much more rewarding yes 
No, I totally agree with that. I feel like uh, we all think that being a doctor equals happiness or being like something that makes a lot of money equals happiness. But I feel like everything has pros and cons and you have to like outweigh what's going to make me the happiest type of thing. But just I think people don't see it that way. They think like, oh my God, she's a doctor. Like, wow, she's so happy. But like, no, <laughs> like they might have just done that just because that was something they were told to do so it's i, I, I never assumed that for anybody you know what i mean like if, yeah if, if if that's what you want that's really good like good for you do that you know what i mean like yeah. but truly like everybody should should try different things out and do what they want yes no i totally agree on that um kind of going off of that um How did you know that you wanted to transition from business into actor? Like, what was that, like, click for you, I guess, for people trying to transition? So I was thinking about it for a while. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of scared to actually make the transition over. But mm -hmm. then my, me and my boss had, uh, we were kind of butting heads for a while. And mm -hmm. uh, we saw things a lot differently. And, mm -hmm. um. Like I was doing everything I was asked of from my employer and there were things that were promised to me that didn't happen. And obviously like I was already thinking about leaving the company. So that wasn't the, the pushing point. The pushing point happened one day where me and my, my boss got into it about something and I was already, I was set to go on a two week vacation. Okay. Okay. Um, I just my ass off for the year. I was like, I'm gonna take two weeks like, off. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, as after I took the vacation, kind of cleared my head, I really just sat there and thought about it. I was like, Well, this is like the point where you make your decision. Like, like I was at the crossroad in my life where I was like, Do I continue to do this, or do I just go all out into this other thing? Yeah. And um. I was like, fuck it. I can go find a job like this that pays this anytime. But I don't know if I'll have this opportunity to kind of pursue this dream right now that uh, that I really want. So I ended up just, I called my boss. I'm like, hey, uh, right before I actually quit my boss, before I actually left for my two-week vacation, my boss looked at me and she said, uh, she said, uh, if you don't want to take this job seriously, um, then you can make your two-week vacation permanent. And I, I was a very, I was a, I was, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very emotional person, and I put a lot into into my work. Mm -hmm. And the fact that she said that to me, I left, like I, I left that day so mad, like I was ready to to fight the world, like I was like just angry. And then I went on this vacation a couple of days after, I cleared my head, had a great time. Mm -hmm. I got back and I was like. I, I called her and I was like, hey, like, remember how you said if you want to make the two-week vacation permanent, I don't want to make it permanent. And then she, she's like, uh, she, she, she's like, oh, I'm sorry that you feel that way. Why don't you take another month off and really, really think about it? And I'm like, and it just kind of shows like how a bunch of people in the corporate world think like that your people are desperate for work and like, mm -hmm. like they'll do anything to keep their jobs. I don't know if that, like, I don't take threats not kind like easily yeah somebody threatened me like like I, i'm gonna take you up on the threat more than uh, 
Um, <laughs> More than like, likely. <laughs> I mean, like they're threatening me with with my job and my and the, the money. Like, even though I made you a lot of money, fine, take your job, take your money. I don't care for it. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel like that's how I am in everything in life. Like, if somebody somebody threatens me with something, I don't care. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. You know, you're, you better uh, put your money where your mouth is, though. That's all I'm gonna say. Then after that month, she called me back again, and I was like, no, it's still the same thing. I'm not coming back. And yeah no that's good i i don't think everyone could say the same because they have other things going on so knowing that like you just planned and yeah know that that's a great mindset (laughs) but you better have had a plan b (laughs) i'm pretty sure you do (laughs) at that point i had an idea of what i wanted to do but i didn't have a true plan b i didn't i said i was going to be an actor and i was going to take classes for and i was pretty much going to start school again after I quit and yeah I didn't really I didn't have a true plan B I just knew that that's not what I wanted to do and I was going to figure out what I wanted to do yeah no that's the first step I think everyone's um always between crossroads deciding like should I go this way or that way and then you just kind of have to go with it even if you are going to fail but yeah um so as you are an influencer what is your mission as an influencer to everyone honestly just to make people happy make people laugh um (laughs) the the goal is to make this a uh something that's sustainable that i can make a a career out of which Mm -hmm. thankfully uh, i'm getting to that point i think um and yeah like i said just just to have fun with it Uh, I started doing this as just something that was for fun, and I, I wanted to keep it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I don't ever want this to feel like it's like a job that's overtaking me or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I just want to just enjoy myself, and if I can make it. Uh, when I quit my job, I literally said I can find a job that I enjoy, and in essence, this is a job that I enjoy. If I can yeah. keep doing this and the acting thing, then I think I'm winning at life. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Like, like be your own boss i think that's the new shift everyone's leaving their job to be their own boss i'm like dang like where, where did you come up with this like teach me how to do this <laughs> no it's it's everywhere it's crazy um it, it just shows you that you literally can do anything that you put your mind to um so yeah so where can everyone find you again if they weren't paying attention in the beginning if you want to share. I mean, it's Tahir, I-S-H-T-A-H-E-R, on, uh, on any platform, TikTok, Instagram, um, Twitter, I think it's my full name, I-I-S-M-A-I-L-T-A-H-E-R, um, Twitch, I have I have a Twitch, I haven't streamed in about a month, though. It is Tahir as well. Are you still doing PO boxes for everyone writing you? <laughs> yeah I'll, if you ever want to write me feel free to write me i, I have a bunch of uh yeah. I'm looking at all of them right now a bunch of letters from people all over the world That's ranging awesome. from south africa to brazil to to uh to china to vietnam to, to france wow. to the netherlands to the you've UK. touched everybody <laughs> That's it's awesome. Amazing, it's an amazing feeling so it really is the fact that so many people look to me for like uh, a sense of like relief from their day or mm-hmm. something like the comments that I see where it's like uh, you make my day better and I'm like 
I'm not gonna lie, I was laughing at one of your videos the other day. I'm like, what is going on here? And just go on TikTok and you'll just start laughing. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, no, that's great. Um, I want to still thank you for coming on my show today. Um, it really means a lot to me, and I'm sure you have other things to be doing right now. So yeah, I'm about to eat in about 30 minutes, I'm about to break my fest. So yeah, <laughs> I think we all are. My mom looks something up right now. Yes, no problem. Well, thank you again. Um, and as always, it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. So if you like this episode, I hope you hit subscribe, rate it five stars and share it with a friend. And I hope to see you on the next episode. And remember, it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. A dose of wine and body. A dose of wine and body. A dose of